Hello and welcome to another episode of the Smarter Securities Podcast from Global Custodian in partnership with SWIFT. I'm John Watkins, Managing Editor of Global Custodian, and today I'm joined by Nicholas Nifkins, Head of Securities Product Management at SWIFT. Nicholas, good to talk to you today. Thanks, John. So this episode is all about Securities View, the new settlement tracking tool launched by SWIFT in January, and it couldn't have come at a better time, really, could it, against the backdrop of, of CSDR, T plus one, and, and SWIFT really is in that ideal position to bring something like this to the wider market that we have before us, a very exciting product. And I'm not just saying that because we're talking today, Nicholas, but the initiative did receive an award at a Global Custodians recent Leaders in Custody event, the best new asset servicing projects of the year, which is a fiercely competitive category and uh, since then we've been hearing a lot of you know, numbers and stats and milestones about leading financial institutions making use of this product so you know, why don't we go back to, to the very start what was the thinking behind the launch of this product we started this product uh, in 2019 uh, before the introduction of csdr and that's already quite important to understand uh, because the way swift does product management is that we bring actually a community together uh, we asked them exactly how SWIFT could help as their cooperative. And actually, this led actually to the start of an idea on how we could improve, let you say, uh, securities fails. And we all know that trade fails, they create a lot of costs and risk for financial institutions. Uh, it's a deficiency that the in industry, together with regulators, are trying to solve. Uh, so... ESDA came up with a paper to even quote that this is costing the industry something like three billion every year. So it's quite important, actually. And we believe that with the introduction of CSDR and, and the penalty scheme, that this is even going to increase. Yeah? Next to that, we have also much higher interest rates these days. And so this, to me, also is an additional cost, uh, because if you have actually your funds in the wrong spot, as we say, then this will cost you a lot more. And fails are not a good thing. Yeah. So in that view, we, let you say, wanted to give a capability with whom we could give more transparency to all the information available about the trade. And the most important part into that is the fact that we give the view of the two sides of the trade instruction. And so that in a very neutral way, only to the parties that are part of the transaction. And that will help actually to reduce fails. But it will also help in the fact that this is still a very manual process to resolve fails because there's a lot of, did my counterparty instruct? Uh, what is his trade? And things like that. So all these exceptions and all that manual processing can gradually be improved with the introduction of such a platform. All signs pointed towards doing something like this uh, for you for you at Swift for sure, and and I've, you've seen those ESMA charts where the the, the average number of, of fails are, are definitely rising over time. But I, I think I'm sure there's different opinions and different views on why there's rising. But for you, what what do you see as the kind of root causes of of those settlement fail increases we're seeing at the moment? Well, settlement fails, there's, three, there's actually different categories uh, to start with. You have on one side uh, fails that are due to some, let you say, mismatch between the buyer and the seller. So misunderstanding between both. And so the way they instructed, there is some discrepancy. Uh, those are the most complex ones to resolve because you need the two parties to agree again on what is the correct information. Next to that, there is also the problem of being short in stock or cash. 
let you say it could be that let you say you have a buyer that send an order to a broker to say go and buy me some shares of category XYZ which he then goes on the local market to acquire but it could be that his trade is not settling fast enough and so he may be short for that. So in those type of situations that's a problem the broker can resolve. He can go borrow land etc. There's different ways to do that. But this is typically seen as an unilateral problem to resolve actually for him let you say to solve the fail. So these are the two types. Now where is this important to understand is that Let you say, if you really want to help with the first category, our product actually will give you all the visibility. And on top of that, with the UTI, you will have a capability to directly identify the right trade on the other side. So people will quickly be able to locate, let you say, the trade which is problematic. While today, this is already an, an issue in its own, is that you need almost to give all the financial data of the trade for then somebody to start looking into his database to find which trades are they talking about, actually. But as there's a mismatch, you don't know perfectly which trade you're talking about. So all of that creates confusion, which actually, by giving that transparency, will be resolved. Now, another element to this is the volume, because what we've also seen, and there's a very good example, if there's a high volume, volume of uh, trades, then actually, and we've seen that at the beginning of COVID when there was some volatility. So when the volume really grows, actually the amount of fails is also growing uh, substantially. And that's because to me, the number of individuals uh, in the different firms to resolve fails kept. So the more volume you have, the more volume that team has to handle. Yeah, And that's also a very good preparation actually to T plus one, because if you reduce the time you get to resolve fails, you will have also that problem because, and we heard already that some institutions plan to substantially increase uh, their operations teams with the introduction of T plus one. And with T plus one, the further away you are from the market that goes to T plus one, the less time you have because of time zone issues, etc. So all different points to consider and to really look into. And so that's why we believe that, let you say, giving the transparency, giving the right tools, giving actually the right information to resolve fails faster is a key element, a key ingredient to this. We saw the announcement, I believe, just around Cybos last year. We've seen in January the launch, and then there's been a few updates from Swift on, on kind of the, the number of institutions signing up for this, some very impressive numbers, some very impressive institutions joining. But could you fill us in on some of the developments and, and milestones that we've seen since launch? Oh, yes, absolutely. So perhaps it's good to go a little bit back again to how we've launched the product. So first of all, we used and we worked together with 30 firms to develop the idea, actually, to define a rulebook for the industry to really define it at conceptual level. Moved on then last year uh, to develop a product. And there again, we had 20 plus pilots that helped us to do co-design with them. So with other words, we developed the product while people were testing and giving us on a weekly basis feedback as ah, actually we've seen you've done this way, but perhaps it would be easier uh, if you would put that field there, etc. So that type of methodology, uh, which is uh, typically referred to as Agile, has been used actually to develop the product. And this also creates 
les du say, very good view for the institutions to then understand and get buy-in into the product. And that process was then accelerated in the beginning of this year when we launched the first version of the product to have parties quickly getting on board and the strong believers of it were really keen uh, to, to, to be part of that. And in the meantime, we are at 50 plus clients that have joined. Uh, we see also a lot of uh, enthusiasm uh, with these clients in the sense that they make promotion of this uh, to their peers. Um, they say, yeah, if you want to trade with me, you should better implement the UTI because that will solve a lot of our pain points together. So this type of, uh, let you say, processes have started to occur to facilitate this, this capability. Now, in the meantime, we are further developing the product and we are adding even further API capabilities to it because we've also understood that clients, uh, GUI is fine because with that you can showcase what the product can do and what the data can bring to you. And that's the first step into the process. But actually the real aim of this product is for institutions to integrate it into their day-to-day -day processes. And that in two ways, either in reactive processes like exception and investigations tool to facilitate investigations, but also in a proactive way where before actually they issue trades, they can see if their counterparty is instructed and they can even before instructing already make some corrections if they see that there's a mismatch. So these type of preventive measures to me are key towards the future because if you want this to go and the result fails much faster, that's actually the right way to go. And But that's a gradual process that will happen in the next few years uh, to me to improve actually the way that the settlement really works. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll say it, it's uh, 50, 50 in that short space of time is, is impressive. <laughs> really, really good uptake. Do you feel, do you feel like it's it, it snowballed from you know, the first institution starting and talking about it and there's kind of word has, has got around? Yeah, well, that, that's, that's really the key to many of these things. It's to how to create a network effect, actually. Um, and that's where we really start from the buyers and the sellers or the asset managers and the brokers, if you prefer to say, because they're key in this process, actually, yeah? because the, the real benefits of resolving fails is in the end laying with them. But it's also those institutions that really have to believe into this. The, these are also the institutions that will have to implement the UTI, so the Unique Transaction Identifier, because by doing so, they will actually really create uh, the process whereby all this transparency will really occur. So that's our first focus really to work on that. And that's where we got a lot of enthusiasm because those institutions are also the ones currently involved in the penalty process, etc. cetera. Uh, they understand that with T plus one, they have to improve their processes. So with that, there's a real enthusiasm. Then the award that you referred to earlier on really helped as well because that created a lot of promotion as well to, to highlight to other people, look, there's something really nice there happening at Swift and, 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 and really helped us uh, to promote it further. But last but not least, we're also having, let you say, all the ones that are participating, they join us in uh, client gatherings uh, to further improve the product, uh, to also understand who is joining, uh, what their readiness is, etc. And so that club that we've started to create, which now counts 
something like 55 institutions, works quite well, actually. Everybody shares there, everybody motivates each other to do more. And also with the UTI implementation, you can clearly see that firms are really picking up on this. I say a, a kind of fiercely competitive category, that best new asset servicing project, but certainly hearing about the uptake and you know the reasons behind the launch and, and then the future prospects uh, suddenly tipped it in your favour for, for our judging panel. So, I mean, you, you mentioned the unique transaction identifier, um, which I, I know has come up before uh, when we're talking about this product, but could you just talk about the advantages of leveraging that for, for this product for us? Yes, absolutely. So, we all know that the settlement process for securities has been invented quite some years ago. It's a well-working process, but by nature, uh, let you say, it's uh, each party, the buyer and the seller, will instruct actually to their custodians towards the CSD. And by definition, due to the fact that this is separated out, this is the, the basis of perhaps... Uh, an inefficiency. Yeah. In the meantime, that process has evolved with the years and new capabilities have been introduced, like the CTM process or, let you say, the bilateral confirmation process with swift or fixed messages are present to get the two parties to agree. And so by introducing at that level a unique transaction identifier that is shared by the buyer and the seller before they instruct really is a key innovation to me because with that, now the two sides of a trade will be uniquely identified as being part of the same transaction, which opens up new capabilities because that, let us say, gives us the opportunity to give visibility of the total transaction to all the parties involved, which first gives a visibility on timing. You give information much faster. You don't have to wait that this reaches the CSD and then comes back in the form of a status message. You directly can see at every step who is instructed, where the instruction is, which are the details of it. And that facilitates enormously, let you say, how to resolve fails. So that's really key to this. The second element to make it successful, we have an extensive program to work with vendors. And so these are the vendors used by uh, the different parties involved, which either will, let you say, generate a UTI, like the DTCC with the CTM platform, or that will, let you say, pass on a UTI, like for an asset manager, he picks it up from CTM, passes it on to the custodian when he creates his instruction, or eventually generates also a UTI when he confirms to his bro counterparty broker, for instance, to say, look, this is the trade, and that's the identifier now for the trade. So this capability is now getting more and more uh, onboarded by the different vendors on, let you say, the request of their clients. And that, to me, will enable actually a lot more capabilities to interlink the right information together. And so that's really key to this project. And to me, that's a substantial innovation for uh, security settlement, uh, let you say, and the way that this will work in the future. Yeah, I feel like this has been great just to learn yeah, everything behind and everything that's going on. Um, I guess to wrap it up, we should we should look to to the future. So I'd love to know a little bit more about what are your your long term goals for Securities View. 
Okay, so that, that's that's my preferred question uh, is always to ask what what are you going to do next? <laughs> so first of all, you have to understand that we've just started. Huh? So we we really in the early days of Securities View, uh, as you say, we have very good traction. So we're very let you say uh, optimistic uh, with let you say the uptake that is taking place. But the first uh, thing into that is that now all these members that have joined Securities View is that somewhere they have committed also to install and, and to adopt the UTI. So that process is going on. And to me, this will take another two years when we before we have really good adoption of the UTI because all these applications have to be updated, this field has to be added, etc., etc. And we see that uh, there is enthusiasm uh, with our pilot, with our early adopters to adopt that UTI, and this will take place. Now, the first focus was to uh, cover this for um, for equity and bonds, uh, because that's really the first big sweet spot. Uh, we definitely see that this is, let you say, where it all starts, and that's, that's really the focus. And that on the institutional side, not on, on the street side. Um, so that's also quite important to understand. The next steps will be then to expand, let you say, further in other asset classes. Call it securities finance, funds. And eventually, perhaps one day to even include corporate actions into that uh, platform as well, because the same type of problematic could help the way that we handle corporate actions, for instance. So that could be future investments. The next capability that we're also looking into, the first version of Securities U gives you the visibility. But perhaps in the future, we can start to help more and more with how to resolve fails faster. Perhaps we could have a capability to interconnect with different exception and investigation platforms to really directly lead and support actually the resolution over securities view of a given fail. So that's another uh, domain that we are looking into. And as I already mentioned, uh, to me, I also see an evolution into the usage. Uh, why today securities view will in the beginning most be used into the post event in the future, perhaps pre-validation capabilities, etc. And perhaps we can do if, go even further into that is perhaps another domain that we should start to look into to prevent fails, uh, to eventually assign actually who should resolve a given fail, already have very clear roles and responsibilities in that sense, could also help to me because we understand that uh, today, and that's what some of our clients are telling us, there's a lot of time spent in trying to find out who should resolve, who should do what, etc., etc. So by being more clear on that, eventually coming up with SLAs, if time gets reduced, that's what we probably will have to do. So that's where SWIFT can help define further elements in a rulebook on how this ecosystem is really working, actually, and making it more and more stricter uh, to get to the right result. Yeah, no, it's fascinating. Real, real clear roadmap of where, where you want to get to with this. And uh it's it's ambitious, but it's a, a great tool and product for the industry. I think, and uh, yeah, very very exciting to to keep up with the developments as as the years go on. But but Nicholas, thanks so much for, for you know lifting the hood on this product and and telling us all about it. It's, it's beginnings where you're at, at the moment and and where you see it going. Um, you know, like I say, we our team very impressed by this and and wish you all the best of luck with the product. So. Thanks very much for your time today and for your insights. And, um, you know, I'm sure you'll have uh, more people getting in touch to, to hear more information about Securities View. Thanks, John. And thanks for the very good questions. I appreciate it.